Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. A podcast where we share with you great insights about everything family from over 30 years of parenting seven kids and over a decade of equipping parents through our Crazy Cool Family ministry. So let us inspire and equip you to build your best family. Hey guys, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Nick and Haley Teixeira. And um, really what I want to what I'm going to point you to first is they have a great podcast for for single and young couples. Uh it's it's called Thriving Relationships for His Kingdom. Give you more information on that later, but just um they they're from North Carolina and we want to welcome our friends Haley and Nick to the podcast. Hi guys. Thank you, Don. Thank hello, you. Hello. Very grateful to be here. Uh, we're honored to be in this amazing podcast uh, that you and your wife have created. Uh, we have really enjoyed listening to a lot of your podcast episodes, and we can talk more about that, but <laughs> we love the brand and the mission that God has you guys on as well. So it's a privilege. Oh, to be thank here. you. Yeah. And you guys are, you know, what we're going to talk about today um, is just young um, I'm going to give you guys a minute. I want to kind of set up the podcast. Then we'll talk about you guys in just a second. But, um, um, you know, being single, going into marriage and then going into having kids, you know, that whole transition, so many transitions happen for so many, so many of us, you know, like when I became a, when I got married, I became a, 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 a dad same day because my wow. wife brought one to the marriage and, um, but, you know, there's so many transition stages that go through there. And you guys are right in the middle of it yourselves, as well as you talk to and minister to a lot of people in that space. So parents and, and people listening, whether you're out there, you may, that may not be your space. But in, in if it's not, if you may be 10 or 15 years down the road, chances are you are ministering or can minister to people that are in this space. So as we talk about today, I want you to, if you're in this space, you're going to really benefit from it because you're there. But if you're not, I want you to kind of maybe take a step back and say, how can you help people that are in the space? So all that being said, that's kind of what we're going to talk about is those kind of, if you look, if you look like marriage minus three years up to kid plus two or three years, somewhere in that space. We're going to talk about what people go through in that stage of life. So tell us a little bit about you guys first. Honey, should I start? Yeah, sure. I'll jump right in. So yeah, like you mentioned, Don, we are currently in Wilmington, North Carolina. So if you're in the South, uh, you probably know where that's at. Um, Nick and I Man, the Lord has taken us on a journey and it has been a fruitful one. Um, but so far, we've been married for three years. We just celebrated our anniversary this past July. Um, and yeah, now through honestly, through our testimony, he has done so much in our relationship since we were dating, um, doing relationship the world's way. He took us out of that, um, literally redeemed our relationship brought us into marriage and now he's built us up and taken us through so many just growing moments and uh, growing seasons. And like you just mentioned, Don, we're still in one now that we're parents. Um, and, and you just had a baby. You got, you, let's go. Yeah. Come on. Tell them about having just yes, a Yes. And perfect. That brings me to, we yeah. have a two month old, which it's still surreal saying that honestly, it's like, Oh yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. She is such a blessing in our lives. Um, yeah, so this season has been fun. Yeah, God, I'll, 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 go ahead, Don. No, you go. 
No, I just want to add something very quickly. You know, God is so good. And uh, this story that uh, Haley shared in two minutes, obviously we can sit here for 30 minutes and share all the ins and outs. Uh, There's been so much growth. And what that also means is there's been so many challenges that we had to overcome. And and that is why God placed in our hearts to begin uh, the podcast that that we've been working on and being able to pour through, because we know that relationships that lead to marriage are so amazing and fruitful. They have the opportunity to be that, but they also come with so many challenges. And it's no accident today that 50% of marriages are ending in divorce, including in the body of believers. And it's so sad. It's the reality. Mm -hmm. But I think it takes us having real conversations about what it really takes to build something beautiful so that we can do that. So even though you think about it, I mean, two statistics that drive me insane are that 50% of marriages end in divorce, including in the church, many, many in the church. I don't know what that statistic is in the church, but it's not, it's not like zero for sure. Right. And then also that, you know, uh, 60 to 70 percent of kids leaving Christian homes won't follow the Lord. Right. Wow. That's um, those two statistics drive me insane. And that's why we formed Crazy Cool Family. And and one of the things you guys are doing, I feel like, is you're you're helping people get started with marriage and parenting. Right. And that, that was really is that would you say that's kind of the purpose of your podcast is to help People in this season we're talking about get off on a good foot. 1000%. That's exactly right. Um, You know, I I feel like marriage to do it right. It starts way before you start it. You know, and a lot of times like we start working on marriage whenever we're in it. But if we can be prepared or be warned about certain uh, uh, blind spots uh, or certain difficulties, roadblocks that we're going to face when we're in marriage and we can be prepared ahead of time or learn how to communicate or learn more about each other and just work as a team and be a, a, a true unity uh, before even getting married, then, uh, then we have higher chances of success. And a lot of times that's figuring out our own mess that we have individually. Absolutely. And and by the way, Don, I just want to say one of the huge things that I took already from your guys's podcast that I love that I would love to highlight is the concept of not just being a theologian to the kids, but helping them recognize jesus as a as you know he is cool and you you should want to get to know him and i think that concept is is transformative and i love that so it really is we're selling a way of life you know we really are and and first of all we have to adopt that way of life i mean so often you know we talk a lot of crazy cool family how the best the best uh fathers are first sons you know they're first sons the king first the best mothers or first daughters of the king. So um, that is, um, that's exactly right. That, you know, the, the, the theology is, is okay. And, and we need to know our Bibles, but right. ultimately it's a person, you know, uh, uh, Jesus is, you know, hope is a person. His name is Jesus, you know, and so we got to, we're, we're selling a, 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 a life of hope, um, you know, so, and, and, but so often, you know, even with young couples, um they are trying to figure out that hope because, you know, we may or, we may or may not have come into the uh, relationship as strong believers. Um, I, I remember my first year of marriage was a real crisis of faith for me um, because suddenly it wasn't just me anymore, but it was I had this wife. I had a two year old daughter and they were like they 
they didn't really want to follow, but they were trying to look to me to follow as well. And so it was this, this weird dynamic, but it really made me think about, um, wow, I need to get my act together. I need to figure out where I'm going. And, and it's actually kind of created a kind of a crisis of faith. But, you know, as as young couples are getting married and then, and then you know, usually there's maybe like a, I look at it, there's usually like a three, y'all's is a three-year gap between getting married and having kids. Some people it might be a one-year gap or a five-year gap or whatever. But in that time period, you know, what are some of the challenges in their marriage that they're facing in that season as they get into where they're from the time of marriage to getting launched into parenthood? Well, I kind of think what Nick brought up a minute ago about bringing our own stuff, our own personal past and way of thinking, like who we are, we're bringing it into marriage. Like, that's the challenge in itself to start with, as I'm sure you remember experiencing. And for those of you who are married, you all know what I'm talking about. Um, but then you shift and you become parents and there's so much more there to learn. And so it's like, like Nick mentioned earlier, like the earlier you get started in kind of unpacking your bag, so to speak, and working on that and taking those things to the Lord and really being refined by him individually so the marriage can work. Because I don't know uh, if those of you listening have seen a triangle where it's the husband at the bottom right, the wife at the bottom left, and then God is at the top. And so the closer the husband and the wife individually get to God, they get closer together and become more one. Um, and so for us, that's been, I mean, spot on true. Um, but yeah, the, the more proactive couples are with that, then when you throw the children in the mix, you're more likely uh, to work well as a team and have that grace for each other and, and recognize patterns of like, whoa, 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 wait, we need to slow down. We need to be more patient because there's a lot more variables that come into the picture with children. And sometimes it can get overwhelming. Well, and so how do you tell them to do that? I mean, like, so if you were to take a Mar you know, a lot of people do pre-marriage counseling, you know, so then and maybe that helps you to. But, you know, so somebody starting their marriage day one and then they let's say for you guys, you had a three year journey. What did you guys do during that time to prepare yourself to come together in, with with, you know, how, how do you make that triangle get smaller, so to speak? Is, did I do it right? Is the triangle getting smaller? Is that what it's doing? It's coming. Sorry, getting, we're moving up the sides closer, of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Closer to each other. Yeah. That's a wonderful question. Um, I'll, I'll start it off. So a couple of things that I'm thinking about. Um, so we had our, our story. We had a little bit of a privilege, I'll say. And the reason I say that is because um, from the moment that we got married, even before we got married, we were already working together. So we got to spend a lot of time together. We got to develop a, a true and close friendship and we're working together. We got married. We continue to work together um, for the pretty much first three years, right? So far. And so with that, I'll, we got to face a lot of the communication challenges up front really fast because it's easy to to work things out uh whenever you're away half the day or more than and then you get home you have a couple of hours together and you may tackle some things but you kind of got to keep going because tomorrow you got to go back to work so so we got to we got a lot of time to work on our on our right there 
to the wear. The business partner hat and the husband wife. Right. And so some of the things that we have to very quickly figure out, um, and I think it's very important for everyone that's getting married to do that, um, and even after being married, continue to figure out what are the communication styles of, of both parties in the marriage? Uh, do you do you have similar uh, attitudes? Do you have similar triggers? What what are your triggers? What are the what are the ways that you were raised, and how is it affecting you now when it comes to relationships? When mm-hmm. I raise my voice, how does that affect you? When I walk away, whenever we're having a challenge, how does that affect mm-hmm. you? All of these kind of intricacies that go into the challenges that come with marriage. I think we got to figure those out very fast. And I'll I'll be honest, I had the harder time out of the two I would say because <laughs> my entire life all I've seen is divorce divorce and <laughs> destruction when it comes to families truly and our and, and and my extended family and so I had a really really hard time and I was in the mindset of whenever we're having issues that is when you break things off and you go find someone else that that hopefully is going to work better and, and it's just, I had a lot of lies from the enemy. That's what it is. I had a lot of lies. I had a lot of misunderstandings when it, when it came to relationships. And so- It's this, certainly not your fault that the problem happened. Say it again? I said, it's certainly not your fault that the problem happened, right? If you find somebody else- they're Oh gonna, yeah, totally. Be able Absolutely. To solve the problem, right? Right. So easy to find it in fault in, in other people. You know, that was definitely my reality. A lot of uh, a victimhood mentality, mm-hmm. truly. And, uh, and we got to- we, we got to work through it. work through all of those things. So do you when, want to add something? Yeah, it's it's funny you bring that up because that takes me back. Like when we um, we talk about this a lot in our podcast, like we share with you, Don, like we're such an open book because it's like there's no point in wearing a facade. You can't really help people. Right. So we talk about all of what Nick is mentioning um, about our challenges, especially early on in marriage. And it's funny you bring that up because, yeah, we couldn't figure out how to get through the quote unquote arguments um, because he would think we're about to break up. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Like we're going to work through this. This is going to, we're going to go through it and then get better on the other side. Um, But coming back to your question. Yeah. I think it's important for couples to figure out how they react. Cause a lot of people are not aware of these things until they're in their relationship and then they happen but it's like, wait a second, recognize them and then come together and then you can actually work through it. But uh, until you gain that awareness for yourself, like it's hard to work with another person who's completely different, you know? Yeah. And I think that, you know, there is a rude awakening that after you get married, I mean, that for a lot of people, some people do have a, you know, really transparent engagement, but a lot of people, they've been putting on a show for about a couple for a year or so and then you know <laughs> marriage hits and it's like oh wow this yeah. is just that you know if you've done it without living together and without you know sleeping together or whatever right. you really haven't had you, there has been a a healthy distance right. that comes that god wants you know but then still you know when you all of a sudden you're together and you're like i i see it all you know i see, right. I see every every bit and yep. I think then it leads to, wow, you know, uh, uh, what have I, you know, and there's so, not just from a, you know, oh, they, you know, don't do this. They don't load the dishwasher or whatever it is. But it's also just you see some um, 
maybe emotional stuff. You really see, you know, so yes. often we are we are the worst to the people we love the most. Right, right, right. We were just talking about this. Yeah. That's so funny. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, it all comes out, right? Like there's no, there's no hiding. All the little things come out. Well, and out. some of that's because of trust, you know, that you yeah. do feel comfortable around certain people and we don't put on a show as much. But some of it is, is we're just seeing people at home where there's no... Um, there's no barriers anymore. You're absolutely right. And Don, I'd love to add something to that because I think I just feel in my heart right now that I need to say this because I know there are some people that are going through some challenges, right? And we all face them, of course. We've had our fair share. We're, I'm confident we'll continue to have our challenges. I know that you've been married way longer than we have. I'm sure you could tell us about many of the challenges that you face and overcome as well. But I know there are people that are facing challenges and they maybe one person here, here, here's an idea, right? Whenever one person is willing to work through it, but the other person is not as open or they're not as open with their emotions or their, right. um, I think one thing to keep in mind that's become very clear to us in the, the short three years that we've been married is that there's an amount, there's a level of healing that God wants us to go through in our own hearts because he's working in us that will not come about unless our spouse helps us with that because of that trust that you're speaking about because we're not going to open up as much perhaps to friends or other people as we will with our spouse and we have we literally hold so much power in our hands to either bring healing to that person, let's say in their emotional challenges or inability to share emotions or whatever they are, traumas and pains. Uh, we have the power to help them or to just see that, look at them and see that they have so many issues and just, well, they're not willing to work. So, you know, we're just, we're just going to part ways eventually and, and, and allow the little cracks that the enemy are going to, he will use to create division. Right, and right, we right. can't allow him to to get in. We must stay in it. Well, so and, and as um, we proceed on into Babyland, um, yeah. so yeah. then that brings its own set of um, demands. Um, yeah. uh, my daughter just had a baby, and I'm getting to yeah. see this firsthand as she becomes a new parent. Um, you know, and and then they have to balance the demands of parenting with their personal and romantic lives. So I guess, first of all, you know, you guys are new to this, but you know, we're just starting this, so you're right in the middle of it. But you also talk to a lot of young couples that are trying to nurture their relationship. What is that, what's the secrets to, or what are some ways to nurture that relationship? And also just kind of what, what do you see emotionally surface as they go, as you've been going through this first year of first three months, but, uh, and working with others and in, in, in going through this season? Wow. That's a loaded question. Great question. <laughs> that's a great one because I mean, even in the question, what you just said, what does that bring up? Like mm -hmm. you're spot on. It brings up a lot, even more. Once again, just like the marriage transition you mentioned, Wow, you step into it and you're like, oh, new reality, right? A new season, a new stage. Same thing with parenthood we've been experiencing. Um, and I think, and I think. And when you say, I'm going to interrupt you just real quickly, because I want to ask you, add another part of the question. I think that the transition to being a parent is as much or more than the transition of getting married. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. The, think about all those things that come up. How do 
how do you how do you guys um, uh, recommend that people deal with these issues, and how are you guys dealing with it? Yeah, that yeah, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> and as you said, we are in the thick of it, so we're still figuring it out. But um, yeah, I think I, first of all, I just want to comment. I think with that being said, the idea of having kids to fix your marriage is absolutely insanity because it's just going to add even more pressure, more variables. And um, sometimes, you know, that will lead to divorce. Unfortunately, it shouldn't. Um, and I believe sometimes it could bring you together, but it is more challenging. Um, and so, yeah, I think just having time to communicate. Um, if you're like us listening to this and you had a couple years in your marriage before you had kids, um, you know, you had that time, hopefully to proactively learn how to communicate. Um, but like you mentioned, you got married, you instantly became a dad. So you perhaps didn't have as much opportunity, like longer or as long, uh, to do that. So really just finding that space of when to communicate and also having the discernment of when to bring up what, because when we very quickly realized, um, like Nick mentioned, we work together all the time. We're all, we're together, you know, most of the time all day. And it was amazing and it was a blessing, but it was also challenging. However, we could bring up any conversation at any time, you know, about this, about that, about, I mean, even things that now it's like about finances or, or family or, I mean, anything that perhaps could trigger one another uh, or whatnot. But when you're with a baby and the baby's crying, and it's like, oh, I want to bring something up. It's like, wait a second, now's not the time because the emotions are already high. And if I bring this up like I would have before when it was just us two, it can turn into a bigger blow up, if that makes sense. So having that discernment for us has been, it's been challenging. Like learning that self-control, I guess, is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, and I just want to piggyback on on just uh, finding the time. And if we can't find the time, you got to make the time. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, we, we need to have that. I think it's it's always seen and we are keeping that in mind. And obviously it's a lot easier now, perhaps, because we're brand new into parenthood. But we are committed already to keeping this for as long as, as we're here uh, together on Earth, that mar our marriage comes first. We love the child with all of our hearts and it's a different type of love, but the mar without the marriage, there is no children. There's so, no so there is no family. So this is the starting point. You know, when it comes to this physical realm, at least this is the rock that we have to keep in place. And if this is being damaged because of, uh, uh, challenges with the, with the kids, if or, you will, or we start idolizing our children, all right, lots happens. of other issues, a lot of other issues that can come, but if that is happening, then we need to stop, slow down, wait hold on a second we need to have some space if we need to you know seek help like go go uh, drop drop the baby off a family uh drop uh have a babysitter so that you're able to create some space oh but i i don't have the money i got well you you're either gonna pay with the money or you're gonna pay with your marriage so choose wisely what you met you what you care more about like that's i think is what it comes down to yeah yeah that's good um and then um like where like you guys are three months into this. Yeah. How is your life different today than it was six months ago? Oh my God. Completely <laughs> well, different. It's night and day. <laughs> it's night and day, but honestly, in the best way possible. Because another thing we've realized in stepping into parenthood is 
wow, we wasted a lot of time before we were parents. <laughs> we, what, do you, what do you mean by wasted time? We, we took the time, time we had for granted. Yeah. <laughs> um, working yeah. from home. I mean, you know, we didn't have a boss. And so we were the boss. And if we wanted to go to the beach or the park for the day, you know, we had that luxury. But at the same time, it's like, we didn't do as much as we wanted to before. So now we had a lot more free time, if that right. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And now at the same time, though, it's a blessing having our baby because the Lord is showing us now it's time to step up. And so now we value our time so much more than we did just short three months ago. And that's a blessing because our time is our most valuable asset, right? It's our most valuable resource. Um, and so he's parenthood has really helped us step up in so many different ways. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, you, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say one thing on top of that. Uh, that's been, I mean, it's been completely, it's a completely different life already. The the amount of joy, fulfillment, love, yeah. gratitude, wholeness that we experience now with the child. And you may be hearing her in the background crying right now, but uh, <laughs> we got someone taking care of her at the moment. But uh, it's been so amazing. And it also for me specifically, and I don't know if all men can relate with me, if you can, Donna, or other people, but um, it's, it's, it's revealed to me how much of of uh, how selfish I can be because now I, I have not just my wife to take care of but I have my child to watch over and also to help my wife so I can help my child and vice versa and now I may have to sacrifice a lot of the other things that I cared about or that I wanted to do. Um, and it's been exposing this, this level of selfishness that it's been truly bringing me to my knees and to repentance because I'm asking God to come in and heal this area of my life. So, so it is just tra so transformative. It's, it's personally as a, as a, as a dad and father, it's changed my life already and it's still doing it. So um, kind of as we move into the last part of this podcast, you know, just um, there were some questions we talked about and I, and I love the way you phrased this. And I want to really touch on this as we kind of uh, start to land the plane here a little bit. Um, you were talking about um, as you become parents, two things, two phrases, managing the emotional changes mm -hmm. and strengthening the marriage. So how, what advice would you give to as, you know, so as you, you're talking to these couples, as you're going through it, um, how do you do those two things? I mean, what, what would happen? Well, wouldn't it be great if two years from now, your marriage is stronger than it was today. Right. And also, you know, that the emotional changes in parenthood that you are stronger today the top of that triangle is working good with you and God. You're moving up that ladder too. Right. Yeah. Tell parents about that. And what would you tell, uh, well, maybe uh, young couples or um, maybe even parents also that didn't start out well, you know? Yeah. 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 What's a correction course? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love how you brought the triangle up again, because that's something that we're constantly, I feel like speaking about in our uh, platform with our podcast of keeping God in the center of the marriage. And likewise, even more importantly, keeping God in the center of the marriage once you have the children, because now they're going to look up to you too. And you got to be good, not only for you, not only for your spouse, but like Nick mentioned, for the children and to model that. Um, and he truly is the glue that keeps you together. Um, and so 
you know, that aside, I would say really it's a mindset shift. We could either look at these uh, variables in our life that bring along challenges like marriage, like parenthood, like having, you know, a baby and maybe multiple kids and all the things, right? Like it's never going to get easier in life. Um, and that's something that the Lord has been revealing to me very recently is why are we seeking the comfort? Why are we seeking it life to be easier? I, in fact, I didn't promise you that. What did I promise you with me? Like, I'll be with you always with me. You can get through anything. Right. I will strengthen you through it. Um, and so with that being said, through these different transitions, instead of looking at it as a problem, oh, no, there's a problem. You're I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I'm this and that looking at them as opportunities to grow, like you just mentioned um, in marriage. Wow. My spouse is going to reveal to me the areas I need to grow. The Lord is using my spouse to reveal the selfishness, like Nick mentioned, or, you know, any other things we struggle with. He's revealing that to us to prune us and refine us even more. And likewise with children, I think a lot of times, and I experienced this myself growing up, it's very easy, I believe, for parents to see like, oh, my child is so difficult or this or that, you know, and it's like, is that the right mindset? That's very much a victim mentality, right? Which is from the enemy. It's it's looking at the cup, uh, the cup half empty as if God is not working out everything for the good of those who he's called and are, you know, according to his purpose and who love him. Like if we really believe that we would look at these challenges or a challenging child as an example as, wow, what is the Lord teaching me through this child? Like, how is he using my child to develop my character even more and my integrity um, in my walk as a wife and as a mother? And so I think that's the biggest thing that comes to my heart right now is really that mindset shift and renewing the mind, like figuring out those ways that, wow, I'm not believing God's word in this area or this area and really pinpointing those lies to replace them. I love that, honey. I'll I'll add something to that. I mean, I think that what you just said, the paradigm shift, really choosing the the lenses in which we're seeing our reality. I think that's so big and asking God to help us see it the way he sees it. I think that's so key. Um, and, uh, and, and then also, I mean, you, you just kind of touched on it, but like the, the, we got to think, and Don, I think about this kind of stuff, like the, the enemy, if family is the found, if marriage is the foundation for a family, we got to think that the, and we're already following Christ as a couple, as a married couple. Amazing. Like we, we have been chosen and God is going to use us to do his will and, and, and do his work here on earth. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the enemy is going to switch up his tactics. So now that we have kids, he's going to try to through the kids, create division, right? So that we divide. And once we divide, we can't conquer. And so um, one thing that I'm that 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 I would add as well on my, from my kind of perspective is two things when it comes to managing our own emotions and managing the emotional challenges that come with parenthood or or, or marriage, it's this figuring out two things. One, what do I need as an individual? Okay, I'm what how am I doing? How am I feeling? I'm not doing well. I'm my heart is hurting. I'm feeling empty. I'm feeling okay, like recognizing where we're being challenged individually and then going to the right sources in order to be full so that we can overflow. So what to all of us that are listening, there are believers, we need to have our time with God. We need to have our time with with our father. Like you said, before we can be grand great parents, we have to be great children, right? So having that time, I think, is so foundational and something that we need. Mm -hmm. It's something that we do a lot in our marriage. 
And I, I get I get a little fired up clearly, as you can tell, like we do this a lot because we as we're kind of going through our challenges, we've created a really good uh, uh, consistent habit of like, hey, I think you need to go spend some time with your father. Like instead of just uh, whenever we're in the heat of the moment, letting it out towards each other, which is the easy thing to do. The flesh. Yeah. Right. We heard the people that we're closest to. It's actually going to God. And that is the hard thing because we know once we're at his feet, we know that he sees all. So we're fully exposed with with him. But it's it's what we need because then we're full and we can receive his love, his forgiveness, his grace. And then we can figure out what do we need. So now that I've, I've figured out what I need and I'm good, what do we need so that we can work well as a team and just showing up from the proper place? I think that it does, it changes everything with patience, love, kindness. Giving that grace to each other. Yeah. I know there's a long answer, Don, but I hope that everybody at least got a couple of nuggets from it. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, a couple of things that come to mind is that, um, you know, one is, is that in our chaotic seasons, which having a baby is really is. I, I was talking to uh, Macy, my daughter, who just had a baby too in, in August. And she's like, you know, I have about an hour a day that <laughs> this baby does not need me in some way, shape or form. Not, I mean, you know, the truth. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, and it does present a lot of chaos, right. a lot of demands. Yes. Um, and, and so I, you know, and really, whether that's a um, a baby or maybe a stress at work or, you know, sometimes things just get out of control and that's the time. There's two things I'm thinking about. One of them is this, is that that's the time we need to renew our disciplines mm-hmm. that we need to, you know, double down on nice. the disciplines because in your case, what you guys are saying is, is double down on your marriage relationship, mm-hmm. you know, double down and, and it, Oh, that's so hard to do. Okay. I get it. But <laughs> But then, but if you want to be different, be different. If you want to get overwhelmed like everybody else does, then and have your relationship going, you have your marriage going the ditch. Then okay, do that. Yeah. But want to be different, be different. And um, and the other thing though is that I think that one of the things you brought up is um, is that when you have this chaotic event of of new baby and growing up a baby. it creates new um, challenges in your life. Well, what does the enemy do with the challenges? He knows your tendencies. And so he's going to try to create uh, things that change your, where you feel discouraged or you, because he knows you. And he says, Hey, here's the new life for them. And I know what his past is like or her past. I'm going to, I'm going to put these things in there so that it really makes him not believe or not have faith or, or resent his spouse or whatever it is. And so just know that, you know, and what you said, I think, um, you know, Nick was to see it through the lens of Jesus and and to see it through the father's lens so that we can see it in a different light and see what's going on. So. Amen. Amen. I love that. I agree 100 percent. Well, so, um, man, I think this has been helpful. We're just, you know, we've been just uh, and and so much of it is what I'm hearing from you guys is that, um, man, just to make time for God. Make time for each other. If you'll do those two things, a lot of it will take care of itself. Because Absolutely. I mean, like, for example, and, you know, I'll tell dads for sure. One of the things I really had to learn and, it, you know, I think what I say it so often, God gave me seven kids because it took me that long to learn how to be a dad. But, uh, <laughs> there's, you know, 
one of the things I learned in the process of having children in that birth process in those first few months, man, it's super, your, your wife's just going through a lot. Yeah. And, and, and being sensitive to what your wife is going through and, and guess what dudes, you ain't going through it. You know, right. you know, it's, on. <laughs> you're, you're not going through it. You may think you're, you know, support, you know, being with her and you're going through it as well. You ain't going through it like she is. I promise you. And uh, so being there for her in this first year, really. Another thing I learned about the first year is it really takes about a year for the woman to for her body to quit changing and all the things that happen. So we think, okay, it's been a couple of days. Let's get back to normal. <laughs> oh, that's really not. Yet. And and the, and the other thing is just women allowing yourself that. You know, so often we feel like we got you guys feel like I think you got to get back on track so quickly. You know, in the Bible, it talked about after you got married, not having a baby. When you got married, you, you didn't do anything for a year as you got to know each other. It just takes time is what I'm saying. These things, you know, having a baby going forward just takes time. You're, yeah. you're spot on. I 100% agree with you. And I love what you said, the way you kind of summarize it, like make time for God, make time for each other. And, and there's a million reasons and excuses that we could all come up with as why we can't do it. And I think that's the thing, like you said, if we want something different, we must do something different. And mm -hmm. the enemy of growth and marriage and in parenthood from, from our experience thus far, it's hurrying. So yeah. we need to be able to slow down because, you know, Jesus walk was approximately six miles per hour. And the enemy wants us to sprint all the time, mm -hmm. all day long. Yeah. Well, time Haley, for yeah. So um, and so Nick and Haley, just tell them how they can get in touch with you. Watch the podcast. We'll put it in the show notes, of course. But what, what would you you know, what would you uh, if somebody said, hey, love these guys, want to hear more from them? What would you do? So yeah, first of all, like you mentioned, the podcast, that's our biggest platform we love pouring into. So we would love if you join us there, just get connected, follow the show if you are taking value. Um, and then also on Instagram, at For His Kingdom Coaching, uh, you can follow us there, yeah. message us there, get connected, let us know what you wanna hear about. Yeah. Um, and also we have a Facebook group, which all the links are on our Instagram or our podcast. So and the, yeah. and the podcast is Thriving Relationships for His Kingdom. Got uh, it. Thriving Relationships. You maybe just remember, if you're in the car, just remember Thriving Relationships. You can probably yeah. get it from there. Nick yeah. and Haley, to share out. Thank you for being with me. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you. Thanks for having us. Yes, really appreciate it. Uh, well, have a good one. And as always, parents, go be crazy. Crazycoolfamily.com.